The Lancet Medical Journal has just reported a patient with malaria who became dangerously ill despite taking anti-malarial drugs, and this has thrust research on counterfeit medical drugs at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine into the spotlight. I asked Dr. Harper Cash Kaur what actually happened recently. What happened was that there was a patient who came to a clinic in Spain, and the patient was suffering from malaria. And this is not the first time that she's had it, from what we understand. She was in Equatorial Guinea. She bought the local anti-malarial drugs that she was prescribed, but when she was taking them, obviously she's taken them in the past, which she had got better. But on this occasion, the malaria was not going down, so she returned home. Now, in fact, this sample of, of the drugs was was analysed, though, wasn't it? Yes, this sample of drugs when she actually appeared at the the clinic, the clinician there that who had been at the London School in the past for his uh, for his master's training, decided that he was going to send the sample to us for testing, which we did. And on on testing, we found that the actual sample did not contain any pharmaceutical active ingredient. That no, is pretty so. awful. It is very bad. Mm. Uh, but sadly, this has happened before, and you've been working on this for a little while. Can you give me a picture of what's been happening worldwide on this? Worldwide, as you know, what's been happening is that these were first detected in Southeast Asia. The therapies did not have any artesanate in them, and this work has been reported since the 2000s. What's hap- been happening since then is that we actually came onto the scene and we started to look at drugs in Africa. But what we've done is we're looking at the prevalence of the actual poor quality drugs, not just one here or there, which is what you'll find reports in literature. So our work at the London School is to collect lots of samples with very robust sampling strategies so we can look at the prevalence of it, not just to say we found one. Right, so if you find one, that's, that's, that's a, that's a that's catastrophe for, for one person, but you really do need to get some idea of the size of the problem. Yes. From what you've got so far, is it too early to say how big this problem is? It is very early at the moment. We are in the process of actually drafting our reports and they will be made public shortly. So what special tricks do you have here at the London School to do these analyses? and actually get the data that are needed to make policies to eliminate this practice. What we have at the London School, as I said, we have the bioanalytical laboratory, which has got the chromatography systems in there. We have got the high-performance liquid chromatography machines and also the liquid chromatography mass spec systems. But added to this, what we did develop was a, a rapid test that can be deployed in the field. And if I can show you what that is, is that you just make a solution of the tablet itself, you spot it onto this plate, add the reagent, and within a half an hour, you will actually you get a colour formed if there is any artemisinin derivative present there. Now that's a little card you've got in your hand and you can actually see at a glance whether it's positive or not. You can see this has actually got the active ingredient, that one has not. So it's pink if it's got it and it's yellow if it hasn't. Pink or blue, either colour will do. Right, it sounds to me as if we we need these perhaps in many, many parts of the world. Yes, and we're (laughs) looking forward to actually producing them and manufacturing them once we can actually find somebody interested enough to take it that far. But of course um, both people with malaria and also doctors need to know how to look for these fakes. 
what sorts of guidelines would you give? I mean, uh, what about the packaging, for instance? You can have a look at the packaging, and, and the packaging, as we showed in the, in the Lancet paper, was that there was a distinct difference in the package that you can see. You can look at the holograms that were presented on the package itself. They are different. A sample that does, is of good quality has a different hologram to the one that does not. And this has actually been published to show that there were 16 different holograms by 2008 in Southeast Asia which were in circulation. You can also see the colours of the stamps on, on, on the actual packaging. That's different. And lastly, but, but not least, you can actually see the spellings, are, uh, uh, their spelling mistakes. When somebody has decided to write in French, they've actually not succeeded on this particular package and there's a mistake in there. Very disturbing indeed, because to, to the untrained eye, these look very convincing. They certainly do, yes. But what's your reaction about this recent case that's been discovered? It's disturbing that after all these years of monitoring, as well as we can do with the poor resources, that certain drugs are still infiltrating, and we have been able to find someone who almost died. So that's really very, very, very sad. Dr. Harper Cash Kaur of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.